0: Welcome, Ala Hal from Crypto Talks Wednesdays. We are really proud of the session that are being done. Uh, we can really bring some value to our uh, participants and users who are joining from the region. We are really happy of the market. Of course, it's been up and down, but we understand uh, the volatility and we understand how the market now is operating. But we will try to, uh, as much as we can, help and really uh, focus our uh, energy on bringing and welcoming a really star from the region so we can enjoy and really learn from her. So let me welcome Sharifa online, and then we will start. Sharifa, I really would like to welcome you on here on this platform, DX Talks and Crypto Talks. We are really glad to have you.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much, Rudy. I'm very delighted to be here.
0: If you don't mind introducing yourself uh, to the audience so that we they can know you, where are you from uh, and uh, what are you actually doing?
1: Uh, okay, so I'm uh, from Oman, Sultanate Oman. And what am I doing? I am, uh, I, I'm really just... After every day, I'm more and more becoming a complete crypto, blockchain, NFT evangelist. Um, my background is actually medical. I'm a biomedical scientist by education and by practice. And I did that for like seven years. And then I resigned and jumped onto the entrepreneurship train. Um, I probably could say I'm a serial entrepreneur. Um, in the last 10 years, I've been more involved in tech. And uh, in, uh, in really just uh, driving uh, and pushing forward the technology um, innovations and startups. Um, I, I, I also uh, have worked in venture capital, uh, investing in uh, startups at the early stage, uh, pre-seed, seed uh, and some series A. Um, I'm an active angel investor as well. And currently, I'm doing uh, all of that, but also utilizing my media uh, presence and media career.
0: And I thank you. And this is the question that actually pops up now. You are into the media, you are an investor, you have different backgrounds. And what brings you to NFTs?
1: What brings me to NFTs? So I, I got introduced to NFTs sometime, probably around September, 2021, uh, around August, September. And uh, for me, the, the the real pull was the, the technology, the revolutionary technology and how it could be utilized in business. You know, seeing seeing how the just the technology that's the NFTs sit on and then how that can change so much. In the business model and how and how value is being offered and it can really disrupt uh, the a lot of sectors and that's what really brought me initially into nfts and then when i got in i found that the in the very beginning and and i think until now the 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 majority of the space is still very much uh, artists and designers and you know uh, and the likes and 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 i think that's probably because the art uh, sector is the last sector that's that still has not been disrupted by technology like all other sectors more or less uh, have been disrupted by tech in the last you know 30 40 50 years uh, the art arts and music have not yet been disrupted in the same way but i think finally uh, nfts are here to to do that disruption and when we say disruption it's 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 cutting the middleman cutting the the you know the, the things in between and making it much faster to to, to go to market so that's the, and then you know it it started becoming more of an emotional thing you know i really want to help artists i want to make sure that you know it it does work out and that that sector is really disrupted in a good way uh, for the creatives
0: yeah Thank you for that. Uh, I think it's a very nice introduction uh, of your background, and I'm uh, really impressed. Uh, now, you know, being an in NFT in, in, <laughs> in specific, uh, what was the most important aspect of, you know, possibly p- Twitter playing around into, you know, being a marketing tool or being a driver or being, you know, uh, an aid to, for, for NFTs? Was it, is it really, as it says, you know, the Web3 uh, is actually today is being on on uh, on Twitter? Uh,
1: you know, I think Twitter, uh, Twitter is solving a problem and the pain that Discord is not able to solve. Uh, we all know like NFTs actually started with the gaming industry. So, I mean, you know, for gamers, the whole concept of tokens and avatars and skins and and, and and doing all of that has already been there. And Discord was was the playground. That that was the the communication platform really for all of the gamers. However, when non-gamers got into the NFT space, they could not um, get very accustomed to Discord. I think Discord has a very bad user experience for people who are not used to Discord. And and I think this is why the whole like non Discord, non-gaming. NFT community found Twitter to be, uh, you know, solving that pain. And, and that's why, like, the Twitter spaces really took over. And I think they have been, they've played a very vital role in introducing communities to each other and, um, you know, in, in projects actually uh, gaining uh, users with them and, like, you know, spreading and scaling uh, scaling up. And actually, hey, yeah, yeah so,
0: sorry. so I,
1: I think this is... So this is, I think, what uh, what Twitter has done. Uh, you know, I think they're still doing it very well. Let's wait and see. Maybe uh, Linktree will be able to disrupt that. There's, there's, you know, they had announced that they'll be able to add the communities feature on uh, Linktree itself. So let's see if that's going to, uh, to you know, have people my the communities NFT communities migrate from Twitter to to Linktree. But until now, yes, Twitter has been the space uh, and the place to be uh, if you want to find out about nfts get involved with the communities get in touch with them and then move to the discord once you buy the nft uh,
0: i think i think it's a great uh, it's a great uh, information so that people can really follow um, now we're talking about you know you are a media you're into media uh, you're utilizing your platforms what platform first are you on on traditionally On what changed Uh, In a Twitter or the Web three platforms.
1: So I've I've always been on Twitter. I've even like during my uh, you know venture capital startups entrepreneurship. I've I've always been on Twitter. I find it to be a a a, you know powerful uh, platform. for knowledge sharing and discussions but I've also like started you know getting in onto like the Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. Um, I do have a radio show so when we talk about utilizing my media so I I have the radio show but then it's also you know it it streams live on Twitter and on YouTube and then it's uploaded there as well. Uh, So I think you know it's it's difficult to segregate and say like it's this or that I think it's always good to to you know try and be on as many platforms as as possible but then one of them is always going to be the most uh, powerful for me because I do have a big followership on uh, Twitter Uh, so Twitter still stays as the the main platform that I use especially for NFTs
0: Thank you for that. It's very interesting to understand the dynamics that are really taken into shape, and today they're changing. I think the whole spectrum of you know you said you are, you were already and always on Twitter, but I think the utilization of Twitter in the last year has has really changed. And yeah, I think, uh, especially... I think with the,
1: you know yeah sorry Rudy, yeah, but please. with the introduction with the introduction of Twitter Spaces, I think it was a very smart move. Uh, from Twitter to introduce Twitter Spaces. I think that has changed the game and it changed the landscape, uh, for sure, of how you would utilize Twitter.
0: Yeah, indeed. I think Twitter Spaces made the difference. And now I think the battle on Twitter between Elon Musk and Twitter, buying Twitter, trying to change Twitter into a Web3, decentralized, and this is where you started, you mentioned a word, that it's becoming really decentralized. And I think that's the the future of everything we are really uh, trying to uh, change, right?
1: Uh, Yes and no. (laughs) I'll tell you why it's yes and why it's a no. It's a yes because that is the idea. That's the dream. uh, That's the the theory, I would say, that everything is decentralized and everything needs to be decentralized. And like it's all of this democratic... uh, uh, concept. However, when we when we're looking at projects as they are, and when I say projects, be it cryptocurrencies or NFTs, uh, and even like Web three now, um, and a lot of the blockchain technologies as well. So the the more the evolution of of these different technologies and and uh, and even sectors. What's happening is that with governments even now coming in and saying they need to regulate the spaces and a lot of rug scams happening, rug pulls, the, the concept is wonderful. However, I think in practice, the, it, it, has, it will have to be a hybrid of a centralized system on a decentralized maybe blockchain, but then there has to be some kind of centralization somewhere, mainly uh, just to preserve people's rights.
0: I totally agree on the preservation of a right. certain point. Also, we are all we all into that certain point where we want decentralization, yes. but we want regulation to you know, guard yes. uh, uh, indeed, mm. this, to safeguard the people's, especially now with a scam. I will ask you about a scam, but later on, because this is something very dear to our heart. We're always yeah. trying to preach about scamming, and then we're, people are always falling. But I'll leave that question to the end. You are participating in an NFT project and you are a woman and you'd like to really empower women. Uh, tell us more about why we need more leaders, women leaders in the Web3 space and about your project also.
1: Okay. Uh, well, t- to be very honest, I, I, I'm, you know, I'll try not to be too biased. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not very much for this like gender. You know, I think at the end of the day, it's about value. You know, it's, it's whatever you can bring to the table. Uh, regardless of what your gender is. Now, why do we need more women? I think we need more women and men. Uh, But I do believe that we do need more women leaders to empower other women to to get into uh, NFTs. There's a lot of female artists uh, that we knew nothing about uh, that have not been, you know, through NFTs, now they are able to have access uh, to revenue. It's a revenue stream. Previously, uh, they are creatives and they do wonderful work. They're fantastic at what they do, but um, you know no one knows about them. They might have actually participated in the biggest project in the world, but then still, it is that project and the agency and whoever is involved in that project's name that shows. But the actual artist uh, at the very back uh, will never be able to um, have access to financial gains, unless they are connected to a big project and like uh, through a contract and agency and what have you. So I think for, for me as a woman, and, and, and why would I uh, encourage more women to get into it? Because it, it gives them direct uh, access to revenue as a revenue stream uh, for the wonderful and creative work that they're doing. There are some fantastic artists that we have been able to discover uh, through the NFT space in the Arab world that we had no idea. Uh, existed amongst us you know
0: Uh, I think uh, it's a very valid uh, point and Web3 is really enabling that space for uh, as you mentioned for it started by artists because you know artists basically didn't have uh, the easy mean they had the means but Mm. they didn't have the easy means of uh, being out there and then especially now with uh, OpenSea and royalties and smart contract so the Owner or the artist's uh, rights are also preserved. Um, uh, it's very interesting. I have uh, a question from my co-host, and if anybody has a question, also please do join. I think this is a very nice conversation, and thank you again uh, for being with us. You have, as per the ho- co-host Tay, you have a uh, shop on OpenSea, which is your favorite NFT on your shop.
1: <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, my yeah, in my. OpenSea Profile, I do have quite a few NFTs, and I can't say which one is a favorite, to be very honest with you. Um, I buy for different reasons. Um, I do also have some that are airdropped to me, which I am very grateful to the project uh, owners for like you know, sending me uh, gifts. I do have quite a few ENS uh, domains, uh, domain names. I, I believe in the ENS uh, uh, domain naming system. So it really depends. Some of them are one of one, you know, NFTs because I loved the art, I loved the uh, the artist's story, uh, why they built it, and what it means. Uh, And and then I also have quite a few from the uh, you know uh, PFP projects, uh, the you know the ten thousand plus. Uh, Usually, I would buy those for the community, for the utility, and and just believing in the in the roadmap that they have. So I don't have a favorite. They're all my favorites. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how do you advise wom- women in general or actually anybody in general to start, especially in our region, uh, to start their, not just NFT, but their Web3 journey?
1: Well, I think, uh, Rudy, the, the very first thing is really to understand the technology and understand the, uh, uh, you know, all of the different utilities and the different blockchains. Um, in the last uh, space uh, on Twitter, I have a weekly Twitter space in Arabic uh, to talk about everything Web three. So in the last space this week, we were t- we were comparing the different blockchains for NFT uh, projects. So basically, you know what is the the, the pros and cons of Ethereum, Solana, Cardano, uh, Polkadot, uh, You know all of them. Uh, so I think it's very important to really understand the technology that's being used, and it's not difficult. You know, if if I can learn it, and anyone can read up about it, and you can learn it, it's not difficult. It it will take some time, uh, but at the end of the day, within like two months, maybe you know, like six weeks, eight weeks, you will you will get a good grasp about the different technologies being based, uh, being uh, being uh, launched, and then once you understand the technologies. Then you can decide. Okay, where do I want to be? The pros and cons between this and that. Do I want to be in a decentralized uh, blockchain? Do I want it to be centralized? Uh, do I want it to be a hybrid? Does speed matter to me? Do, do gas fees matter to me? Where is my community? About what my targeted segment? At the end of the day, any NFT project is is really a business. It's you have to think like a startup.
0: Yeah, uh, you have that, a concept. That, that... Yeah. That's something it's, I totally agree. That yeah, many I, of us will, will, will tend to dis, disregard that part. That yes. this is this project is kind of a company or a startup yes. that you have to take care yes. of many different things, and this is where many th- show up with 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 them, uh, and they're not able. And you are an investor also, so uh, you can add a lot of value uh, being uh, on top or being in, involved in the company as an investor. I think, what do you actually look for? Uh, Do you look for the same as us, as small investors, you know, in investing with NFTs or actually on a wider scale uh, investment?
1: Uh, It's really, again, it really depends on uh, the project itself. So, the the PFP projects that I get involved with, I I look for a few things. Uh, The first thing is that the roadmap has to be very clear. Of course, the roadmap also involves like what blockchain have they decided to be on. Uh, How clear is it? Is it executionable? Uh, Who is the team? Are they doxed? Uh, If they're doxed, can they actually execute on this? Um, What is the scalability of this? Uh, What is the market that they are targeting uh, where is that market? Are they playing in that market? Do they understand what is their go-to-market strategy? Uh, so exactly the same way that I would evaluate a startup investment or any startup, you know, it's exactly the same. And even for the artists, and and I said this before in one of the Twitter Spaces as well uh, to artists is that uh, you know artists are are creatives, but then if they want to get into the NFT space, they have to understand that now they're cutting the middleman, which means that they are the ones who. Has, have to deal with the customer directly so they need to also start having the business hat they need to understand the value proposition that they're uh, putting across what is valuable to their segment who are their targeted segment where do they find them how can they reach them what would make them uh, this part you know like, like actually make that transaction and and make that payment and then how to keep them happy and coming back for more so it's yeah. exactly uh, how you would do it with a startup, even even as a one-of-one artist. If you want to become successful in the NFT space, you have to understand the actual, the complete basics of uh, starting a business and scaling the business and getting investment for that business.
0: How do they join you on your Twitter spaces? Like, what do they need to do? Do they need to understand or actually download anything so people, I know they understand Twitter, but to join Twitter spaces as an introduction so they can, you know, we have newbies, we have uh, OGs, we have different people. How can they join you on your Twitter spaces, which I know they are really, uh, and when they are, when, when do you broadcast?
1: Okay, so I broadcast the, um, let me give you a little bit of the story of why why the Twitter space is actually started. Sure. So in the very beginning, as I told you, I mean, I got into the space sometime like, you know, mid-year last year, and, and then, you know, hopping from space to space, and more, all of the spaces about NFTs were in English. There was nothing in Arabic at all. And then it was like, um, you know, getting into space and, and then finding and discovering that there are some... Arabs in the space, but we're all there like, you know, speaking in English and like discussing somebody else's project and what have you. And so that's when the community started building and then we thought, you know what, why don't we have something in Arabic? Uh, Especially uh, you know, the the huge uh, it's a huge market and it, people will understand it more if the, if it was if it was also in Arabic. Not that they don't speak English. I'll, I think most people now nowadays speak English. But then to have it in Arabic, it it make you un, makes you understand even the technology underlying it because then the terms like you know blockchain, الكتل, uh, NFT, uh, سوقك and then you understand you understand it directly rather than non fungible token. What's that? <laughs> you know. So the Twitter spaces started like that, that we decided let's just convene and have a Twitter space in Arabic. And now it is uh, NFT We have the spaces every Monday evening, uh, 10 p.m. Muscat time. Uh, that's 9 p.m. Uh, KSA uh, time, uh, Riyadh time and uh, and it's open for everyone i mean i usually announce it uh, a day or two before and the twitter spaces that we hold in arabic we we don't usually it's not usually for for just like coming and chilling projects and just discussing different projects we select a topic and then bring the experts uh, from the arab community uh, that can talk about that topic you know so that we understand it more so we we do kind of deep dives uh, into the topic that we have selected, be it in marketing, uh, how to market NFT project, um, the technologies themselves. Uh, we, you know, we've talked about even like cryptocurrencies and like the big crash and how is that going to affect NFT? So, I mean, that's it's everyone's open to join the space on, mo- on Monday evening. And anyone who wants to speak or has something that they want to discuss, they can just reach out to me directly via uh, DMs and they're more than welcome to join.
0: OK, great. Thank you. Uh, now, rounding up in terms of rug pulls, scamming and all of those, what's your what's your take and how how people can really uh, protect themselves?
1: Uh, yeah, so rug pulls have been uh, happening uh, quite a few times. I think it's, it's a shame. I think. Um, all of us have been scammed, one way or another, at some point. Uh, so I think the first thing to do is just don't beat yourself up about it. Believe me, every single person I know in the space, in the very beginning, has been scammed somehow. Okay. Uh, the reason why people get scammed is they still don't understand the, the dynamic of the, uh, the systems themselves what i would advise is that you know whenever you see a project do your research like really do the research go into open or wherever they, they are look at even like go as deep as finding out and, and looking who bought this how many times was it transferred when did the project start who's buying who's selling what are the prices you will start seeing trends. You know, um, if it's a good project and there's nothing fishy, it's go- It's going to be very clear that there's nothing fishy. If it's something that's fishy, you will notice. You will notice that, you know, it's the same name coming up, uh, buying or being airdropped so many uh, NFTs, and then that person putting them and then pricing them at a certain um, value, and then just increasing the, uh, the floor price to make it look like a very good... Uh, a very good project or like, you know, make it seem like there's a lot of volume that's happening. Just be wary of these things. So when you do the research, do go deeper into where the NFTs are going, who's buying, who's, uh, you know, basically promoting them and why are they promoting them. But you have to do your own research for sure.
0: I think that's that's one of the most important uh, uh, advice that anybody can give so they can, you know, sustain their profits or sustain their just also the insanity i think what what we're passing through right now uh, it's, it's really crazy how uh, yeah. we are really afraid possibly the whole market is is bullish on all of this uh, <laughs> is is really affecting uh... so i'm gonna jump into some some of the questions from uh, fatten yeah. What is the counter argument for artists who claim that NFTs are bad for the environment?
1: Okay, Um, the counter argument is that uh, if we're we're looking at environment, there's a lot of things that we're using today that are bad for the environment. Again, you know, are you talking about just because of the cryptocurrencies that are being uh, minted? And like, is she talking about the the, uh, energy that's being consumed to actually mint? Um, I, you know, I don't. I don't think. I think you know. It's if if we open that, it's a Pandora's box, and and there's a lot of things around us in real life uh, that affect the uh, and impact the environment. And as much as we try to avoid them, uh, sometimes it's very difficult because there are no other alternatives.
0: Yeah, true, true. And there was a debate about you know even uh, we're not. I don't think it's only NFT. There's a big debate on. Uh, cryptocurrencies and specific in general and in specific coin does that uh, you know uh, spend a lot of energy and there was a research and we hosted uh, uh, dr. Khaza from uh, from France to join us on this platform I think three weeks ago if I'm not mistaken so he did the research and then uh, in his study it turned out that uh, the financial because you have to uh, compare And then Mm -hmm. you are comparing to financial institutions and versus the financial institutions, Bitcoin in specific is a a dot in the C in terms of power utilization versus uh, the others. I think it's an interesting um, concept or interesting research that was done. And Mm. I think only it will always be debatable. And that debate will never end, but uh, there should be some scientific uh, research to be done on this uh, as, yeah. as we move further.
1: Well, and the the other thing, uh, Rudy, let's let's not forget that it is very early in this industry. Uh, so innovations are coming up every day uh, for alternatives. Uh, you know, I mean, there are there are so many companies now working on innovating. Um, recycling even like you know uh, gas and 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 other other uh, elements uh, to to make minting uh, greener so there's a lot of a a lot of research and actual uh, innovations that are coming up i think within the next two years we're going to see practical application of that as well
0: that brings us to the question what do you think the future of nfts in that space
1: (laughs) Uh, well, you know, uh, the thing is, I think I think NFTs, um, uh, yeah, you know, they've they've been they have been uh, boxed into just art and uh, JPEGs. Um, for me personally, I think NFTs are much more than what's being utilized and used today um, in the art world. Uh, you know, once NFTs become mainstream, then NFTs would would be very, very um, very important and cornerstone in, in in a lot of the things that we do uh, in today's uh, t- today's world. I mean, NFTs can be used, will be used in logistics, um, you know, tracking products from, like, you know, uh, from the point of production and manufacturing all the way to where they reach. Uh, NFTs are being used in tourism. Uh, NFTs are being used in, um, you know, of course, in art. Uh, music NFTs are also making it, uh, possible for musicians and uh, to, to actually have much much better um, uh, income from their their work uh, and directly from the um, from the community. Uh, I think NFTs probably will and specifically like DAOs would disrupt completely the venture capital industry because now you're talking about crowdfunding uh, on the blockchain you know, in a very democratic way. So, I, you know, I think we are still very much very early. It's still extremely in the beginning. But uh, once they become mainstream, we're going to stop seeing them just as JPEGs.
0: Yeah, that, that's what I preach technically every week, not just on yeah. this platform. And I think it's becoming part of my life. And especially yes. I have one of those slides where we go into the, the, the use cases, where it's beyond just the JPEG and, you know, uh, saving, right-click and saving it or taking a photo. I go into the the space of, uh, what do you call it, uh, the, the, the the value of art itself, why Mona Lisa is priceless and so on. And then we go into other use cases where the oh. value and what it brings. Uh, we have a question from Elias. First, he's saying, amazing talk. Uh, secondly, um, do you mind telling us again, uh, when is your uh, spaces
1: yeah so my spaces are held every monday evening at 10 pm muscat and dubai time that's 9 pm riyadh time
0: yeah and riyadh a question riyadh how can the region compete in the web3 space as an investor so you are an investor how can they really compete so you know
1: i i think um, it's not just it's not just in the in the web3 space but i think we need to stop repeating our mistakes. And I think one of the things that we have we have not benefited from a lot of the innovations in the very beginning when they were happening, because we did not uh, see the real value and uh, avoided investing um, or believing that this is going to be scalable or going to be big. So I think really, uh, I believe th- the best way to really compete is to, to encourage, um, encourage the innovations, encourage the um, students, the, the startups, the innovators to come up with new things. Um, you know, invest in the research part, not just let's wait until a great project comes along uh, because you know, the, the, that great project will have to actually start with a lot of innovative work, a lot of research, a lot of money maybe being you know, just burnt into understanding and you know like iterating. So I think you know investing investment right now should really be in the innovation space Uh, within Web3. We have a lot of fantastic minds in the Arab world in the region. Uh, I've seen some amazing, amazing developers, amazing like geniuses when it comes to understanding the technology. Um, Mm -hmm. They just need to be funded to actually come up with the next big thing. So so that's how we could compete only if we invest in research. Uh,
0: great. I have a personal question, uh, which was, I think, uh, Oman vision 2030. Mm. When it was put, the whole world of Web3 in as a hype, metaverse, NFTs didn't exist. Mm. I know it. it's going to help the economy, but how will it really, in your opinion, uh, empower more that vision towards achieving it even in a better way? Uh,
1: Okay, although like, um, you know, the Vision Oman uh, 2030 didn't specifically specify the technologies. However, um, I was also involved back in 2017 uh, 2017, we in Oman, and this is like government backed, uh, company was created, which is the, the Oman blockchain company. So they have been looking at blockchain from that time. Uh, right now, the biggest use, uh, cases for that is really for, to, to, to streamline the user experience for citizens, be it, you know, through and for, like, for the government entities. Um, you know, again, any vision in any country, and I think Oman 2030 is one of them as well. Uh, a vision is a vision, but then the roadmap and the plan, the how you execute is very flexible. Uh, so I think as these technologies come up and as, as more and more um, use cases uh, show up, uh, so will the execution plan, uh, so long as it's within that vision is to be at the forefront.
0: I think it's a great answer. And thank you for that. Um, that was not a test. <laughs> uh, Sharifa, when, what, what, what can you give us as last words on Crypto Talks before we uh, really say thank you a lot? And then uh, I know you, you're also busy. Uh, what are your last words? And so we can continue also our format.
1: Uh, well, first, I'd like to thank you for having me here with you as well. And, uh, you know, I, I, I think maybe just the last words is uh, I'd encourage everybody to not be afraid of this technology and uh, and don't just don't listen to, to, to the FUDs, which is out. there's a lot of a lot of, um, you know, talk, basically, but uh, Don't believe anything unless you have yourself gone in and and tried it and tested it. You know, make your own uh, opinions uh, by learning, by going in and learning. Um, I think NFTs, as as we said, are much more than just JPEGs. The blockchains are are changing. Uh, There's some fantastic... Blockchain technologies that are coming up, we're going to see huge advancements. I think in the next three years, Ethereum might no longer be uh, at the top. Uh, Bitcoin, you know, you never know what's going to happen. I think a lot of New technologies, for sure, are coming up. And uh, one last thing, again, we didn't get to talk about it here, but there's a lot of power also in, in another thing, which is called the soulbound tokens. Soulbound tokens, I think, are going to really um, probably, they'll, they will trigger that real um revolution in 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 this whole uh, Web three sector, because again, it's not just like gaming and art and what have you, but it's really um, everything else that involves us as being as as a citizen, as a human being. Uh, the soul bound token probably will change a lot of things and how things are done, especially with governments and corporates
0: and ownership. That's I think that's and the ownership. ownership. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: Thank you. Absolutely. Uh,
0: Sharifa. Uh, Al Barami, I really want to thank you again for coming on this. Uh, I'll see you on Twitter Spaces. <laughs> Inshallah. Uh, Let's hopefully, hopefully also in, uh, in Oman, uh, I possibly have a trip. Uh, would always, you know, uh, just want to wish you all the best, all the luck. I know you're a great leader in terms of what you are doing. Uh, was it on this space or any spaces you are really, wherever you put your hands in, I really want to thank you again uh, for... Being with us and then sharing your time and sharing your knowledge, and hopefully bringing value to our people and followers and uh, audience. Uh, really, thank you again.
1: Thank you, thank you very much. Shukran. Thank you.
0: See you soon. Thank you. See Salah.
1: you. Sala, yeah. Call me when you get to Oman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Definitely.